0: Welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Also, please take a minute to rate our program on iTunes or SoundCloud. It will help others find the podcast. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting in your area, go to adultchildren.org and click on Find the Meeting. This week, we're hearing from our friend Pat, who shares some readings from Chapter 8 in the Red Book, otherwise known as The Solution. Please enjoy.
1: Uh, hi i 'm Pat. Hey, Pat um it 's fifteen minutes. Can you give me a ten and a five and a 1? 10, 5, one? Thank you um, yeah, just how I got here really briefly uh, i had like a year and a half ago I had ten years in ten years uh clean and sober and uh, i um, And it was a big milestone. And I somehow still hated myself and still had no self-esteem. And uh, my sponsor suggested that maybe I should look into something else um, more than just the other fellowships that I was involved in. And I had heard people talk about ACOA and I read the 14 traits, and I was like, mm, this, there's only nine of these that I identify with. <laughs> so I took that opportunity to like not go to a meeting, not research it any further, but I did cut and paste that, cut and paste them and put them on my phone, and I just kept reading it. And then I actually came to this meeting and uh, and I heard a woman qualify and she talked about non-dominant handwriting as a tool. And, uh, and then she was like, yeah, but I don't do that. I just write, I just ask myself questions and then I respond, you know, with my regular hand. And that was this weird little, like... The door just opened enough, where I was like, "Okay, this isn't like some orthodoxy. This is just like the other fellowships. Like I can find a way through this, and I obviously need this." Um, I, uh, I go to I go to like three meetings a week. That's a tool for me. I have a. Uh, a step group, we're going really slow. We meet after one of the meetings and we read and we talk and we write and it's usually like two or three more hours. So it's like this intense like bonus meeting um, and I feel very lucky because I know both of the, both the people that I'm doing the steps with from my other fellowships and so there's like a bond. There's a, there's a trust there because I've known both of them for quite some time and that has helped me. Um, uh, Like, If you're new and you're listening to this and you're curious, just the thing that worked for me is I just let this, I let meetings, I let people's shares just wash over me. In the beginning I used, it was just like in other fellowships, I used what people said in meetings to keep me away, like my story wasn't as harsh as some people's, it was harsher than others, Um, uh, and I used that as a barrier, Um, and uh, I don't know when I came to this conclusion that I should just let it all just sort of wash over me. but. I mean, that's the metaphor that I use. It's just like water. I let it wash over me. And, um, uh, like I've just let myself sort of like pick up little things. Like right now I'm not wearing my glasses and that's like a recent thing. If I don't wear my glasses and everyone is fuzzy, it makes me feel a little safer and you all look a little more lovely. And... And, you know, I, I, you know, that just, it's just one of my fucking things that I do. And, um, yeah, I, uh, so that's how I ended up here. But um, the real reason I ended up here is because I come from an alcoholic home. Uh, my mom was an alcoholic. My dad was very loving, but distant. And I had an older sibling who tortured me and uh, I never really felt, uh, thank you, I never really felt safe, like, and and I was super confused because I couldn't figure out m- why, like, my mom wouldn't protect me, it was just, like, all, it was all just super fucking confusing, and um, uh, fear was just, like, I was talking to someone earlier and fear was just this, it's this silver thread that just goes through everything in my life. And it is a perverse sense of being at home. And uh, yeah, so that stuff, just like that Like, fear being a response to unnatural things like a bill being in the mailbox. Bills come every month. I pay them. And yet I still, like, will just get a little catch in my breath and feel my heart just pace for a little bit. Like I've done something wrong getting a bill. Um and um yeah so i think i'm in the right place and um the other like i mean there's lots of little tools but um, the one thing that i sort of do most consistently is i read from chapter 8 and chapter 9 in Uh, the big red book of alcoholics or of adult children of alcoholics and um, chapter 8 is this you know becoming your own loving parent and there's uh, a particular paragraph that I really like even though I have like no real I don't know what my I don't know who my loving parent is I don't know like I'm just sort of playing along, waiting for uh, my true self to arrive in some ways, Um, but uh, with a loving parent active in our lives, we stop assuming we have done something wrong when we encounter situations that have no right or wrong outcome. On the other hand, if we are a compulsive blamer, we stop looking for people to blame for our decisions. As a loving parent to ourselves, we pause and listen for the things we tell ourselves on a daily basis with, without thinking about their meaning. Most of us judge, criticize, condemn, or minimize ourselves without realizing the harm we com- commit against our soul. Even the adult child who seems to blame others without mercy excuse me secretly believes he or she has little value as a person. And... Um, I read that a lot because a lot of times I'm like, oh, this is just like my life, like this is how people think, this is how life is supposed to be, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I have like a soul wound, and I was so well trained in my upbringing that I miss that sometimes. Um, the other stuff that I read really regularly is from chapter 9, which is questions and answers about ACA, because I, like, yeah, because I I don't, you know, I I just get a tremendous amount of reassurance reading this stuff, um, Let me see. Oh yeah. What is the laundry list? The laundry list is a compilation of 14 traits that describes the effects of being raised in an alcoholic or other unhealthy family. The the traits describe the general thinking and behavior of an adult child. Identification with some or all the traits provides a starting point of recovery for each child looking for help. Written in 1978, the laundry list serves as the basis for the problem read right at the beginning of most ACA meetings. Many of the traits are also known as common behaviors. And no ma- you know, I mean like the reason I actually know that I belong here is because I'm sitting in a room with a bunch of people who identify with some or all the traits. Um, and. Yeah, I just need to remember that. The other you know, there's a few others. This one in particular I really like is also from Chapter 8. How can ACA actually help me? ACA works for people who want it, not people who need it. People who want ACA attend meetings and work the program. ACA helps those who become willing to ask for help and accept the help offered. ACA offers freedom from unhealthy relationships and behaviors that recreate the shame and abandonment of our childhood. ACA addresses the effects of growing up in a dysfunctional family. The effects can include fearing others, taking care of others to our own detriment, and feeling trapped in abusive relationships. We can feel guilty when we stand up for ourselves. There are also a variety of secondary addictions that include addiction to food, sex, drugs, alcohol, gambling, spending, work, or relationships. By attending meetings regularly and talking about our lives, we gradually change our thinking and our behavior. We stop trying to control or manipulate others. In ACA, we find people who understand our situation because they have lived as we have lived. They have, experienced in, they have experience in changing their lives for the better. At the same time, we learn to identify our problem and to address it with the 12 steps and fellowship support. We learn to give ourselves the love we did not receive from our family. We do this by taking action. The solution states, we use the steps, we use the meetings, we use the telephone. Uh, I'm good with, I feel like I'm doing two out of three on the solution right now, because I'm doing the steps. I really, I get a lot from meetings. I, I don't quite know how to use the telephone. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I do, but I don't use it. Sorry, that didn't... <laughs> I'm part of the modern world. I know how to use a phone. Um, uh, and I have... I've experienced progress. It's been very strange. Like, since I started doing the steps and since I really started to, like... Uh, do a bit of the work I have felt this shift and uh, it's been extremely painful um, because there's not much else I I don't have anything else to hide from myself Um, you know I feel those I, I feel that fear acutely. I um I'm aware of how the traits don't serve me and um and because I have experience in other 12 step 12 step fellowships I know that this stuff can work um and I also uh Yeah, I just, I I have faith that this will work. Right now I feel really in all of, all of my traits. Um, and a lot of that is just, you know, putting a flashlight on it from doing the work. I also started a new job about two and a half months ago, uh, which is, uh, in a role that was actually made for me at a company. And it is a very different role than I have previously had in the industry that I'm in. And it's a real stretch. And it's also a very strange thing for me to be at this company because I've never felt more supported in a professional environment everywhere, anywhere. My previous, you know, Uh, like I may has, my other jobs when I would apply for the job, I could have just as easily like with my resume, given my managers the script, you tell me I'm not doing a good enough job and I will do everything I can to like prove that I can please you and I will do a good job. And... This work situation is not like that at all. Like, I'm continually asked what I need to do my job. And that is an, an incredible gift, but it's also really confusing for someone like me. Um, I got asked if, you know, like, would, do you want a standing desk? And it almost made me cry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I am <clears throat> i don't know how to tie this all up in a bow except to say that, like, um, the reason I read this stuff and I read it so regularly, it's sort of there, I sort of think of them as, like, long-form affirmations about the program itself. Um, I also have a few affirmations that I just say to myself, like... Um, and the first one is I'm sensitive. And I can tell you the exact day and the exact year when I said I am sensitive for the first time. And I didn't mean it as a cut on myself. And it was December 28, 2018. Um, the, other, the other main one is like I'm a member of ACA. Um, and, uh, you know, I throw a few other ones in there, but those are like my primary ones. And I sort of use affirmations like a mantra. I'll just roll through it in my head, um, until I give myself a little bit of peace. Um, I will say just one more thing. Uh, thank you. I was at a meeting on Friday and I was talking to a woman who was at her first meeting and um, we had a nice chat, talked a little bit about, you know, this place, what I had gotten out of it, um, some things that we had in common and there was this little sort of pause when we stopped talking and the meeting was about to begin and I just heard this voice say, you're not responsible for the circumstances of your childhood. And I didn't dismiss that voice, and I just accepted it. And then the meeting started, and, and I was glad to be there. And, you know, I think that's my true self. So uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh,